Hello, and welcome to Soul Sister. I'm Jalen, and I'm glad you're here. And if you're here, go take two seconds to follow Soul Sister's new Instagram. It's at Soul Sister Podcast, and then it's also in the description. I'm still working on planning content and building the account. I'm a marketing major, so I definitely obsess over social media branding and like making the right choices and planning it out and like being super critical about all of it. But I'm trying to force myself not to take it that seriously. But if you could follow it, that would be great. You'll see all of these updates and it would be easier to like contact me with suggestions and things like that. So yeah, go follow that, please. This past week, I've been feeling pretty motivated, quite emotionally mature, I think. I feel very distanced from some of the more immature things happening around me. There's a lot of drama going on in my college sector right now um, with things, and I feel like I'm really distancing myself from that. I'm recognizing that I don't have to react or respond to the world. Um, like The distance between stimulus and reaction can be big. Um, I don't have to be reactive in the moment. I think a lot of this, though, is because I'm seeing how big the world is and how the moment I'm in right now is a very, very small fraction of life and the world. So there's so much more out there. Truly, what is happening right now in your life, it's not that serious. So I'm just kind of going with the flow and doing things that bring me joy and peace as I go. And among those things is reading. Last week, we talked about how reading has been a recharging thing for me and something that I'm really turning to right now. And I mentioned that I wanted to do a book review episode. So that's what we're going to do now. Without further ado, here are some of my most recent reads and what I thought about them. Side note, I do recommend all of these books, some more than others, but none of these are bad reads because honestly, if I'm not liking the book, I just won't read it. So none of them were a waste of time or anything. Some of them were kind of flop in my eyes. Also, my opinion is not law. You can disagree. That's cool. And I use the app TBR Bookshelf to keep all my reads in chronological order and keep track of my ever-growing to-be-read list. I'm constantly adding things to that list, so I keep track of all of them because sometimes I'll like go into the bookstore and be like, oh, what do I even want? And not have time to like go through all of the books, even though those are the best days when you do have time to go through all the books and just be there and browsing, I guess. So now I keep a running list of everything that I want to read that's kind of on my radar right now, but it's on the bookshelf waiting to be read. Okay, let's start. Starting with the books that kicked off this revived reading hobby and my most read author, Sally Rooney. First, I read Normal People, then I read Conversations with Friends, and then Beautiful World, Where Are You?, which I think is also the order of which she wrote them. I love it. I love her writing style so much. There's not a whole lot of action, so if you like to read lots of action and heavy plot stuff or you know, it's not like that. Um, the type of book I gravitate toward is more of the 
snapshot of someone's life it's very normal it's very like mediocre i guess like it's it's still really good i love the writing i mean i love her as an author i love what she conveys but it's very normal average life i definitely had to adjust to her writing style though because she doesn't use quotation marks because a main theme in her books is communication more so of what's unsaid instead of said and kind of braving the challenges of learning how to communicate with someone. I think it's a symbolic choice to not have the quotation marks, but it can be a little confusing at times. None of them really have happy endings, but it's not really a sad ending either. It's not really an ending, to be honest. It's just kind of like, oh, the book's over now. And like, you know that the character lives will continue. That moment is done, I guess. It's all gray area. I love it so, so much would read again for sure. In my opinion, they rank in the same order I read them. They're all between like four and five stars, but I liked Normal People the best and then Conversations with Friends and then Beautiful World, Where Are You? If you're gonna read Normal People though, you have to watch the show on Hulu with the ever lovely Daisy Edgar Jones. It is such a good show. I binged it in like a day, maybe two days and cried. It was so, so good. I love it. Wonderful casting. Love me some Sally Rooney. Then I read Lynn, Lynn St- Stager. I don't really know how to say how to pronounce that because I've only read it, but Lynn Stager Strong. She wrote Want. I loved it. I found it in this bookstore in my where I live and people can like sell books there. So it was a used copy for like $4, which was great. And it is great. It's a really slow read. Again, not a whole lot of action. Um, more just, it could be anyone. You know, this could be your life. It could be anyone's life. Um, she's a wife, mom, teacher, but she truly has no identity of her own. It's a short read at 224 pages. I think I breezed through it really quickly. It really speaks on womanhood and female friendship. Not a lot of action or dialogue, a lot of inner thoughts um, and what you piece together as the reader. I'd say it sits between a four and a half and 4.8 maybe on my scale, but I'm not too great at giving ratings, but I enjoyed it a lot. It felt really personal and intimate. You knew her, you know, you knew the character really well. I definitely recommend that one. Uh, Before reading Want though, I started Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine but it took me a while to finish it. I think that book's really popular though. I've, I've seen it on a lot of like recommended list. I did not like it. I couldn't really connect with the characters. I didn't feel like I knew any of them. It was a tough read for me. I was just so separate from their personalities and what was going on in the book. And I did not like it at all. It's good writing. Like I'm sure, you know, it might be your type, but it's it wasn't my type of book. Um, I'd rate it between like two and three stars. I did not enjoy it. But during that read, I also read New Animal by Ella Baxter. I do this thing where I have multiple books going at a time. So, and I'm just kind of like, what whatever I like in the moment is the one that I'm going to choose to read. Um, and then I kind of circle back and try to finish whatever I start. But I read New Animal by Ella Baxter. I think it's her first book. She's pretty young. I think she's from New Zealand. A lot of it takes place in New Zealand. So some of those references I didn't really understand. But I did not 
really enjoy it. It was kind of a flop in my eyes. It's about a single woman that works at her family's funeral home. She sleeps around a lot. She doesn't really have a sense of self. Um, and then her mom dies and she like does on goes on this like self-discovery journey. It kind of left out like a lot. Like it felt really rushed and incomplete. The ending was really abrupt. It didn't feel like a character arc. It had some sex scenes in it, so it is a little racy, but I think they were meant to communicate how confused and lost the main character was. Honestly, just kind of felt disgusting, like borderline assault, um, which I never think there is ever a valid reason in literature to describe graphic non-consensual sex. It doesn't bring anything to the storyline and it just kind of fetishizes it. I do not agree with writing that at all. It's not necessary, but it's only 212 pages, two stars, kind of a coming of age story. Didn't really enjoy it. I was kind of disappointed because the cover and the summary, it really drew me in and at the bookstore, but I, I just didn't really enjoy it. I thought I thought she could have done much more with it, but maybe you'll like it. Next is a five-star read, Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. I saw this one circulate on TikTok a lot, and it's a part of Reese Witherspoon's book club um, for good reason. It was amazing. It's about a black nanny that works for a white family. And as a nanny, I identified with the main character, and it really resonated with me the challenges she was facing as a nanny, being a paid caregiver for a child. And it definitely addressed some really interesting things on that side, made me reflect a lot about my job. Um, and then as a white woman, I identified with the employer and the book also shared her point of view. So that was really nice to hear from her side, even when she was in the wrong, when she was being racist, even if it was um, microaggressions and things like that. So it makes you think further about about this conversation of race and employment. It makes you think about the deep nuances in all of these things. Um, and I think if a writer can make the reader relate to its characters and think about things, chef's kiss, it was wonderful. I really, really recommend this book. I loved it. Then after that, I read Exciting Times by, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name either. I should really look that up, but I am a chronic mispronouncer when I have only read something instead of like hearing it aloud. I'm really, really bad at pronouncing things, but it's N-A-O-I-S-E, Dolan. It was really, really good. I saw this book a lot on TikTok, checked it out of my public library, flexing my library card, you know. Um, it's about a broke 20-something Irish woman that moves to Hong Kong to find happiness and meaning. Then there's a less dramatic love triangle. I say less dramatic because when people say it's a love triangle, you think there's going to be confrontation and fighting and all of this drama. And there wasn't, which I really liked. But it's between this super rich British banker dude that she meets in Hong Kong and then a Hong Kong native um, lawyer woman. It is so cool to see how they interact with each other. It examines the passivity of life um, and the feeling of life happening to you. Cons though, I didn't understand a lot of the political talk because it is in Hong Kong. So that kind of went over my head, but I didn't really need to. You know, it wasn't super crucial to the plot of it. Um, I really enjoyed it still. I'd say it was between 3.8 to 4.2 stars. Definitely recommend it too, though. I recommend all of these, again. 
you should read all of them. You should just read more. The next couple I read in Europe, so it really added to the sleigh of the scene. It was nice reading in a little cafe in London. Mm, such a sleigh, loved that. First, I read Milk Fed by Melissa Broder. 320 pages. It felt much shorter than that. It felt like it was under 200 pages. It's about an anorexic Jewish woman that has a very complicated relationship with her mom and sexuality. Um, a lot of her inner issues were expressed in a really relatable way, but it is pretty detailed. So I wouldn't recommend it if you have issues with disordered eating or with your mom for that matter, because it's really graphic. So if you aren't at a place where you can handle reading about those things or you're going to be easily triggered or anything like that, you know, maybe this isn't the book for you, but it's pretty funny. It's a little out there. There are some points where it's, it's a little weird, but in a good way. I didn't understand a lot of the Jewish references because the main character is Jewish and then the love interest is Jewish and um, it's a big Jewish community. So there are some things that are said, some Jewish phrases, some Hebrew language that I didn't understand, but you know, I could Google it. I could learn about it. It didn't impact the read too much. It's not like I felt confused the whole time. I just had to learn some of those things. Um, overall, I'd say it's at the higher end of three stars, like 3.8 maybe. Then after that, I read Yes, Yes, More and More by Anna Wood. I picked this one up at Waterstones in London after I finished Milk Fed, along with a couple other books that I just haven't gotten to yet. I genuinely loved it. It was a new style for me with a bunch of short stories skipping through a woman's life. It's all about female identity and friendship. The stories made me laugh and also made me cry. Only 192 pages, super short, quick read, but it's the same woman and you don't realize it's really the same woman um, until some of the names start popping up, but it's little snapshots of someone's life and it just feels so familiar, like you have lived those moments. It was so nice to be alone in London, to be traveling solo, to spend so much time alone and then reflect on this woman's life. It really prompted me to do a lot of inner reflection too. I'd say it's between four and a half and five stars. I would definitely read it again. So that's all the books that I've read recently. Okay, that covers like my recent ones that I can remember that are in my TBR. Um, my current read might top them all though. Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. I cannot recommend this book enough. I bought it in the airport on my way to Germany, post breakup, traveling alone, feeling very, I, I don't even know, like I didn't know what path I was on. I didn't know what I was doing in my life. Very, very um, lost, I guess. And I picked this one up. I've seen it circulating here and there. It is wonderful. Dolly writes about her relationships, her platonic relationships, intimate, and her relationship with herself. And it's so raw and I loved it. Uh, it's very, very relatable. I've cried to it many times. It makes you feel like you know her and you are feeling all of these things with her. It makes you also reflect on what you know about love, which I felt like when I started this book, I knew nothing about love. I knew nothing at all. I didn't know anything. My brain was empty. And now as I'm reading it, it's really, you know, on the upswing of things. 
Uh, so it's it's been beautiful. I really like that it's accompanied me during this time of my life. You should read it. Apparently, it's getting turned into a show in the UK. I don't know if it will be available in the US. I'm hoping it is because I've really enjoyed it. I'd like to see the screen adaptation to it. I have less than 100 pages left right now. So hopefully, i am finished it by the time this episode airs. So far, it's five out of five stars cannot recommend it enough you have to read it but that's all of my books right now that's 10 books i think my goal is 25 for the year so maybe i can make a part two at the end of the year i have lots of books on my to be read list like the body keeps the score by bessel van der kolk i also probably butchered that name what my mother and i don't talk about by michelle philgate and you have to make your own fund around here by francis mackin so i have lots to read you know i'm not even halfway done so that's exciting maybe i'll revisit this series and tell you more books that i recommend which i recommend all of them so go to the bookstore buy some books get a public library card turn to reading i've loved it so much so hopefully that gives you books to put on your to-be-read list. So I'll leave it at that for you all. Thanks for joining today. Make sure to follow the Instagram at Soul Sister Podcast. Leave a review. Let me know what you think. Share with your friends. Slide into my DMs. You know, give me, not my personal DMs, please, in a creepy way. Unless you just want to be friends. You can do that. But not in a creepy way, please. Give me your opinions only if they're good, (laughs) give me your suggestions, Um, maybe episodes, ideas, what you want to hear me talk about. I'm going to start having guests on the podcast, I think. So I'm really excited for that. We're just kind of sorting out the logistics of it all because I am not a technologically savvy girly. So I'm going to leave that up to someone else to figure out, but you got to start somewhere. So have a good day. Hopefully you read today. Bye. Bye.